Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm back. The OG of Jets podcasting and vlogging is back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett. I'm back. The real me. Let's not, not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts. Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh, my brother, testify. On Play Like a Jet Digital. Welcome to There's Always Next Year on the Play Like a Jet Network. I am your host, Brian Bassett. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett. And with me today is Travis Milton. You can find him on Twitter at dash 37 board 27. Josh Conrad is off for the day. Uh, probably because Zach Wilson had such an atrocious day uh, Sunday on the in the 22 to 17 loss to the New England Patriots at the Meadowlands. Uh, Travis, if you remember last week, I said either this game is going to be a close win and it will kind of forge alliances, you know, kind of like forge this team together more closely, or it'll be a cl- close loss and it'll forge the team closer together. I I think this game was not as close as it looked. And I don't know that this team is any more cohesive than it was a week ago. Maybe, maybe, maybe the opposite of that. Uh, What was your reaction uh, out of this game? I certainly had a lot of reactions and a lot of feels and I'll get into that in a minute, but what did you think when you saw this game play out the way it did? I mean, I, Looking at body language, seeing the the players after the game, hearing fucking Elijah Moore, who I'm I'm completely and utterly sick of at this point. Uh, even some of Garrett Wilson's comments, uh, Bob Salas, uh frustration you could kind of hear a little bit for the first time. I think, um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the players are are really kind of of teeter tottering. And and kind of in the place that we're at of Zach, you either need to fucking get it together or we need to we need to trot out Mike White or somebody because you know right now we're in the thick you know we we're still the fifth seed in the AFC um, 
again, like we've talked, like they could have gone, they could go five and five the rest of the way and probably make the playoffs. Like we're still in the thick of a playoff hunt. And yet we're still trying to figure out if Zach Wilson knows what the fuck is going on. So I, I could really kind of sense that a little bit in, in the players, in their, uh, their reactions, their interviews afterwards, even like looking at, uh, Garrett Wilson on that one interception when he was wide, wide freaking open. You could see he was, he was pissed that he did not get, uh, targeted at all in that. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Like hearing, uh, hearing that, that stuff seems like a little, little bubbly behind the scenes, but, uh, we'll see. It was, it, it was a tough game to, to stomach. I think, uh, you know, Zach had some really, really awesome plays, but on the flip side, he had mm-hmm. some of the worst throws I've ever seen in my life. I mean, yeah. these are putting like Christian Hackenberg to shame. Like, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to, you know, I, I have no idea how the hell it even crossed his mind to do some of that shit. Yeah, it was, um, <laughs> it was just such a, such a game of dichotomies where coming into this game, you know, he has played contained football, played inside himself, you know, uh, you know, certainly wasn't throwing for lots of yards, but also, you know, was keeping his completion percentage you know, maybe a little artificially high on low volume. Um, and this was not that game. This is the first game we've really seen him where he, I think he's thrown this many passes this year. Uh, and as a result, you know, the more throws, the more you go, the more you pressure him, you know, the worse it gets. And I think this is, you know, clearly an issue with him is he just, you know, short circuits when there's pressure in his face and he does not know what to do. And, uh, I think that's the thing that's so frustrating. I mean, you know, the, yes, the Jets let up 22 points yesterday, and that's, you know, in the modern NFL, even in this year where, where scoring is down, that's pretty darn good. And it's pretty darn good when you consider the fact that special teams let them down a bunch. The offense obviously let them down with, you know, with multiple turnovers. Uh, so for the defense to play that well, and I mean, I feel like I'm a broken record. And, you know, whenever the team is like, you know, mediocre or, or better than mediocre. It's always the same story. You know, the defense played their hearts out and the offense couldn't, you know, play their way out of a paper bag. And so, so here we are again and, and right. We get in these situations where, I mean, those three interceptions were just each of them for different reasons, just totally frustrating. Right. You had you had number one, you know, the, the first one where he um, uh, you know, he kind of tosses the ball too high to I can't remember if it was the, the tight end or the running back there. And, you know, kind of floats too high because he just kind of like tosses it on the run. And then, you know, in the in the other two, you know, he's he's kind of scrambling on the on the one that was right on the boundary. You know, I, you know, I saw the second one. So we'll go to the second one. The second one, you know, he's he's trying to throw the ball out of bounds, Travis. How do you miss failed at throwing, throwing the, ball? the ball out of bounds? There's like you one, literally, one? yes. Thank you. Go ahead. Say you it. can literally just launch it at that point. Like, how do you fail at throwing the ball out of bounds? Yes, that that's exactly my point. Is there's one way? There's only one way in which you fail at throwing the ball away, right? Only one. And that is, it becomes an interception. So you throw it out of bounds, you throw it a hundred yards down the field, you, you know, you toss it into the dirt, 
you, you know, you toss it at a receiver, but you know, out of the way. And he could not do that on that play because if you watch that play develop, like he thinks there's a point at which he's actually gonna like, he's gonna like make a, make a run of it or faint it back inside or whatever it was. And like, he, he, he just puts himself in these terrible, terrible situations. And then, and then the third one, right? Like he goes to the absolute boundary and then he tries to, I'm thinking he was trying to make a play on that ball. Like he was not putting that ball out of bounds because he's going out of bounds. Like his momentum is taking him out of bounds and he tosses it back in bounds, grants it on the sideline. Yeah. And then it goes, you know, it goes for an interception, but like that was a play where he thought he had that play. And like, I don't know how to say this more clearly, I've said this from when we were talking about him as a prospect all the way to this point, which is this is not BYU. We're not playing Navy. We're not playing Texas San Antonio. You can't run mesh patterns and be five yards open throwing the ball to a scrub like Dax Milne and expect to get away with it. It does not work at this level of competition. We're not playing against nuclear submarine engineers. That's not who we're playing here. So, so you can, so the things that he does, these kind of like, you know, he's just tossing them away gently, uh, you know, ca- cavalierly or the, like there, there was a play, I think it was on the second or the third interception. I can't remember. He's rolling out about, like he's rolling out of the pocket. There's a defensive end like Judon or someone is like bearing down on him. This guy is bigger than him by 80 pounds and is still faster than this guy. And he thinks, you know what? I'm going to faint back inside because I'm going to try and, you know, juke this guy out of his jockstrap. And he cannot get away with that stuff, but he thinks he is. Like, he's been living in this simulated reality up until playing in the NFL. And, like, I, he's never going to get it. And how then, much and then here's the thing. That? And how much of it do you think he's afraid of getting hurt? I mean, because. I think that's part of it. Right. It's, it's, it's one of two things. Part he of won't it. step up in the pocket. He, he refuses to step up in the pocket. Number two, if he doesn't step up in the pocket, it, he refuses to just take a sack, like just be a man and take a sack. Or number three, if you're going to bail on the pocket, know what you're doing when you bail on that pocket, right? You're going to scramble. Great. Go scramble. And if you don't get any yards, so be it. You're going to scramble and you're going to set a mobile platform and then you're going to launch it deep. Great. Do it, but don't try and scramble and throw it deep on the same play. You're not Patrick Mahomes. You're not Lamar Jackson. You're not any of those guys. You don't have any of the skills or the smarts. Or you the obviously don't the have the footwork. You don't have the ability to get reset. You're throwing off of your back foot. You're not getting into the pat. It's it's right. It's all, all the things over the place. It is it is, yeah. it is insanely just sloppy looking. Um, yeah. You know, and so and, and we've been saying this from the beginning, right? Like we have been, we have wanted to be proven wrong on this guy, and and he has moments. He has sparks. He has an electric arm. He has a rope. Sometimes he hits those post patterns, and you're like, wow, that was. I can't believe he got it between those two defenders at kind of those two different levels of the defense. That's impressive. But so many times he does this stuff, and it's like, yep, as advertised, as I expected. Like, and yeah. he can't unlearn this stuff, as best I can tell. Um, well, he uh, did. You hear the comments where he was uh, he was talking about how he uh, he's just sick of, of having to throw it away. Like he's really yes. sick of throwing the ball away. Um, that's why he's trying for stuff. It's it's really hard when you scramble and then you come back and you can't see anybody open. And it's like, motherfucker, I'm sorry. Like I can I can I can spot the fact that Garrett Wilson was open on that. Um, yeah. 
granted, I don't have a, I don't have a 300 pounds lineman bearing down on me, but still like there are people open and it's his job to be able to make those reads. And I'm, I'm sorry. Like it's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not at like full bore, like screw Zach Wilson, give up mode, but I mean, I'm, I'm still in the same mode that I am. And, and the, the fact of the matter is like, we've just got to be honest that we were winning. I've heard a lot of people say this and it's, it's completely true. We were winning in spite of him. We weren't, we, uh, we were obviously never right. winning because of him. Um, right. But it, it goes even further into that. We were, we were winning in spite of him not being able to do these things or contribute. And the fact that Brees Hall and AVT are not there really kind of shows that. And, and the Patriots exploited the hell out of it. Yeah. I want to read his comment. So here's what was kind of published to the press. Uh, you know, the, the PR team releases comments and, you know, obviously ever, anybody can go and, and, and ask some questions, but these were the ones that were released to the media. So the question was regarding, um, you know, on what went through his mind in the second and third interceptions, he says, every time I get out of the pocket, it just gets frustrating to throw the ball away. And that's what I've done the last four weeks to put us in a good position, not to turn the ball over and for us to win. And so, I need to be able to keep doing that when something's not there. It gets old getting out and not seeing anything there. Uh, <laughs> you know what? It gets old showing up at work at six o'clock in the morning to bake biscuits. Right. It gets old, you know, to have to do paperwork or answer an email after you get home. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. There's a lot of things, people's jobs that get old that you don't want to do, but you do it to be successful. Yeah. And so he, I mean, he goes on to say like, he can't do that. And he definitely, you know, he acknowledges that. And I appreciate his candor and I appreciate the candor in the comments, but like, I mean, I don't know how he would get away with explaining the second and the third interceptions. Otherwise, without those comments, those kind of square with what we saw on the field there. But like, man, like, I actually don't want to hear the truth. I don't want to hear the honesty. Like, I already know it's there. The fact that you're acknowledging it makes it even worse to me. It makes it worse to me, right. And then, like, it the the one that really bothers me out of all that stuff, it's like, yeah, it gets old getting out and not seeing anything there. Like, is that, like, a low-key burn on his teammates, on his wide receivers? Like, what is that? funny thing. Like, I, I, they were interviewing Elijah Moore, or no, I'm sorry, uh, Garrett Wilson afterwards and Garrett Wilson, he's going through and he's talking. He's like, you know, I I guess I just need to find a way to make sure that I'm open on every play and I can communicate (laughs) to my teammates. And it was like, wow. Like, obviously I'm paraphrasing there to an extent, but that was the gist of what he said. And that's rough. Yeah. That to me, you know, you know, I'm Elijah Moore, but like, I kind of get part of it because it's like, you know what? Yeah, you're in a shitty situation. Like they're they're not turning away from Zach Wilson, even if he is in there, and you're you're getting you know the the amount of snaps you feel like you deserve. Right. The ball's yeah, not going to you. The the amount of times he like, there was there was two there was two throwaways that I really had to stop and figure out was he actually trying to throw it to Elijah Moore or throw it away. Thanks for listening to Play Like a Jet. Just want to remind you that there's plenty of time for you to go over to prizepicks.com and make your daily fantasy entries on their player projections. Make sure you go to prizepicks.com using the promo code PLAJ and get in on the action because it's a lot of fun and it's really easy. Here's how it works. 
pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people, just you versus the projections available. You can do football, NFL, college football. You can do basketball, NBA, college basketball, NASCAR, UFC, whatever you want. It's all there at prizepicks.com. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that simple. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with the promo code PLAJ. If you deposit 100 bucks, PrizePix will give you 100 bucks. If you deposit 50, PrizePix will give you 50. Don't forget to enter the promo code PLAJ at sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's promo code PLAJ at prizepicks.com. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Let's just spend. When a wide receiver has to make a comment that I have to get open on every play and I have to communicate that back to my quarterback, like, uh, I know you've heard this phrase in your career, but like, you know, we call that managing up right? Like when you have to manage your managers. Yeah. Right? And so, and so it's like, that's kind of what I hear in him saying like, well, I've got to, you know, I've got to get open and then I've got to communicate that back. 
No, dude, he should know based on how the defense is set up and how you're going to run your route, whether or not you will be open before he even lets that ball go, right? This is not high school. This is, you know, this is not where you need to see it open for him to be open. This is the pros and players are, you either have to do your homework and know that that guy is going to be open or he's not going to be open. But so if you, you run 15 yards and if you run 15 yards right. in the backfield and, and run, you know, nine, 10 seconds off of the clock, you don't know that that play is already pretty right. much busted. Like the routes run, people are coming back to you. So I, I can, I can even, I can see that. Like, it's like, if, right. if you're not, st- if you're not stepping up into the pocket in those circumstances, because every time he does, it's, it's 15, 20 yards a sec. It's, Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, insane. We we have to mention something. Josh is not able to be with us today. Uh, he's he's busy. He's got a lot on his plate. But uh, one of the things he he sent us before we uh, before we taped here today on Monday was uh, a couple interesting comments. And the first one <laughs> is uh, Zach. This is from Josh. Zach is now dead last in completion percentage and first in yards per completion. So and then he put in parentheses literally a gunslinger. So, so the point there yeah. is like, so he, he is not doing a good job completing passes, but when he does complete them, they're like the Garrett Wilson 60 plus yard play, right? Like he has a lot of those plays. And while that's wonderful, um, right. I would rather see that yardage per completion number come down significantly um, and that completion percentage number go up significantly. Um, you know, if, if I had to choose which one of those I would prioritize, it would be the completion percentage number. Be like so, Chad Pennington. Yeah. Be like Pennington. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's this. Yes. Yes. Be like Pennington. You know, never throw it more than like, five yards beyond the line of scrimmage and have a seventy percent completion percentage. Right. right. And you got guys like Garrett Wilson that are insane after the catch. I mean, you don't have yeah. to have them run a freaking you know, 200 yard go route in the end because they've run down the field and then come back to you and then gone again. Um, yeah, it's, I, uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah, you're exactly right. And so like when you have guys who can make yards after the catch, um, obviously, you know, Brees Hall not being there hurt significantly, but, but yet Michael Carter is a yards after the catch guy. Yeah. So, right, so why are we not seeing more bubble screen type plays or, you know, whatever, uh, you know, we, I don't know why we don't see more of them. Uh, and so I hope that the the offense, uh, the offensive staff would get that kind of more incorporated in the game. I don't know if you can be incorporating at this point in the season, but I mean, uh, I should hope so. Like, right, let's set up some high percentage throws uh, where you've got blockers ahead of you. And then, right, you're trying, you're asking Michael Carter or you're asking Garrett, you know, to, you know, make one man miss. Uh, because he's got, you know, two blockers in front of him or something on, on the defensive backs. I, I would love to see more of that. Uh, one of the things that I was struggling with as I was watching the game yesterday, uh, I was actually, this is funny. So my son, um, and his buddies came over to the house and they, we were watching the game and a couple were Jets fans, a couple were Patriots fans. So it's kind of funny to, to watch a bunch of, uh, you know, three team boys, uh, you know, yell at the TV. Uh, so I was a little distracted, but the que- the question that I had for you was was as follows, like, and and I'll, so I'll ask it here too because I think I, I want to hear the answer uh, here. Like, 
is it like I know we're focusing on Zach Wilson, we're obsessing on him, but he's the topic of conversation right now because it was so glaringly apparent when you look at what we saw in the product on the field yesterday. Um, uh, is it the is it the fact that the offensive line is utterly decimated, or is it Zach Wilson, or is it both, or like what is it? Because like I'm I'm trying to figure it out, and I guarantee it would be better if he had AVT and some of those other guys out there, but he doesn't. So. Whose fault? Can, who can we blame for this, if anyone? I mean, it is both. I mean, like Tomlinson has not been playing great. Uh, Herbeg had a had a little bit of an off game, and and Herbeg at best is is serviceable, um, right. replacement or below level. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, again, it's it's it goes back to play selection. You know, you you make. I, you know, part of it's on the floor in that, you know, like you were just saying, when you've got these these plays that take so long to develop, what do you, you know, what do you expect him to do? You know, even if he is stepping up into the pocket, he's not going to have time to get the ball off for the play to develop some of these things. So it really should be more screens, more bubble screens, more, you know, they, they gave up on the run really, really quick, mm-hmm. um, which I really didn't get. Uh, I, I, I don't know if there was, you know, James Robinson didn't know the playbook too well. You know, we saw Christian McCaffrey come in and, and start like a day after he got traded. So uh, yeah. I, it, it's not that overly complicated in regards to, to what he would have to pick up to, to get snaps. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's a combination of, of all three, but the, you know, the biggest part of it is is Wilson to me because he he is regressing constantly in his footwork in his decision making and you know when and and he doesn't he doesn't put himself into positions to to move forward in that stuff when he right. is running fifteen yards in the back and not having time to get set you're not you're not putting yourself in a position to have that muscle memory of okay foot here foot here throw like um it's it's I'm not going to say it's squarely on Wilson, but I, I think it's it's a combo of the three. Like, LaFleur needs to really kind of look at how he is playing calls and, and call it more to where he's at if we're going to do this and, and lean into, you know, those those yak guys. But, yeah, it's it's all three to me. Yeah, and, and it's funny because I, I was saying before we started taping, like, this reminds me of – like the Mark Sanchez days where we were like, you know, trying to figure out, is it Sanchez? Is it the line? Is it the skill position? Is it the coaching? Like which of these elements is, or is, you know, is, is not like, you know, fouling him up. And, you know, in the end it was, it was clearly Sanchez Uh, you know, uh, there were, you know, we had a, we had a solid line at least, middling or better line kind of throughout his time on the team. We had fine uh, skill position players and, but the coaching was clear. I mean, those Schottenheimer. So like, you know, and then, (laughs) and then whatever else came after that, but like, you know, so, so like coaching wasn't great, but you know, like you look at some of these players uh, and they it's, it's, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Like, Coaching to me is like a net neutral, like you, like a good coach, good coaching is basically like for, for players at this level, either they're skilled and they know what they're doing and they're competent and they can do it. Or like it, 
it basically takes away from what they are, right? I don't see that as like a net pot. I don't see coaching as a net positive. I see it as a net neutral or a net negative if it's like a, you know, Adam Gase situation, right? Um, so I think we're in like a neutral situation here. I like the coaching staff. They're fine. Um, but I think we're in a neutral situation here. So like, certainly the line's not playing well. They have probably better skill position players than we've seen in a while. Obviously, Brees Hall not being there, you know, makes it harder for this, you know, to, to disguise what, what Zach Wilson is or isn't, but yes, kind of coming back to that, like this is clearly we're in a situation where he's not going to play above the level of whatever the offensive line is offering or whatever the, you know, the receivers are offering, like they will play to his level and get, that's kind of where we are. So the more you build up, hopefully the more he can increase his level. And, you know, we saw that with Brees Hall. We saw that with him coming on prior to the injury, um, but yeah, they, they come away with a loss. The bloom is off the rose a little bit on this team as they go into week nine and take on the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they'll be playing again at MetLife before they go into their week 10 bye, and then they get another game week 11, um, right before Thanksgiving against the Patriots. So this is not a easy corner for them of the season. And it's kind yeah. of a, you know, if this season is going, if, you know, they were, you know, they were being ranked power ranked in the top 10 or whatever, you know, if this team truly is of the power rankings they were getting just a couple of weeks ago, you know, coming off the, um, the green Bay game or the, or the Denver game. Um, if they are, if they are worthy of those ranks in which they saw, like we should be seeing that now, or they should be sifting into place, which is, I think what we're going to see out of this now, you know, green Bay, um, you know, transitive property playing here. Jets beat Green Bay. Green Bay loses to the Bills. Like, you know, they're, I think they're better than Green Bay, but, you know, Zach Wilson is, uh, excuse me, uh, Brees Hall being out is a clear difference ma- maker for going up, up against this, you know, Bills team. Um, what can they do? We just talked a little bit about some of the things they can do schematically. What, if anything, can they do to slow down this Bills team? Do they have what it, what it takes to to slow down Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen and this, you know, Von Miller and this runaway defense. I mean, first thing, go ahead and trade for uh, either uh, uh, Laramie Tunsil or uh, um, what's his name from Cleveland. Uh, yeah. I mean, the offensive line, like I'm, I've, I said from date, like, oh, the so you mean Kareem, no, not Kareem. Uh, sorry. No, yeah, no, sorry. offensive lineman. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Anyway, so, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I started so second anyway. guessing myself because his name was Conklin. Um, yeah. You know, AVT is going to be like the 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 more important loss of the two. Like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, I I, I agree. We miss we miss Brees, but Michael Carter is is very very proficient. Like, he's he's fine. James Robinson, good. Yeah. Neither of them have that 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 third gear that. That Brees has, but you know it's shoring up that offensive line. I, I I'm not confident in Fant coming back and like what that's going to be. Uh, Maybe a little bit better if he's on right tackle. He, he played most. He played right tackle most of last year, if I remember right. Uh, and that was his good year of being with the Jets, um, as opposed to playing left tackle. And uh, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, the the Bills do have some some weak points, like much weaker. That much more weak points than I saw last year. Uh, their running game is is not strong. Nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah, non-existent. It's, it's, basically. it's nothing. And we do have 
three of the best cornerbacks in in football. So our, our backfield, um, I think, is going to do a good job. But uh, you know, I I just don't know that we could we can keep up. I mean, even even if you know we're we're holding them down, like it, it's like you said, you know, we held the Patriots like twenty two points, like. It's not bad, but I mean, it's the Bills. Like they've got explosive off- offense. They're you know, weight great, great rod receivers. Uh, I, I, I just think that if we even let it remotely get into like a shootout, like there's no way we could catch up. There's no way we could keep up. Um, the defense, I think, is going to hold their own. But uh, unless we can figure out and and commit firmly to the run and slow this game down and get some yards that way like I don't I don't see us having a shot yeah uh you know Stefan Diggs is you know one of the best receivers in the league um and you know his chemistry with Josh Allen is incredible so I am very interested to watch when those two uh when uh when Diggs and um and Sauce match up and to see see how that plays out yeah but on a long enough timeline I just don't know that uh, that the secondary can hold up. And like, I'm not really afraid of Gabe Davis. I mean, I know he had that amazing game in the playoffs last year and he's had a couple bright spots yeah. there, but he's the kind of guy who like, he's got, you know, he's just a clear out player. Um, and so like, I, he's definitely going to get some like killer shots deep that, you know, might, might break the, the defense on a given drive. Um, but he's not someone that I'm worried about on a play-by-play basis. And I think, you know, but like, yeah, when I think about him playing LaMarcus Joyner or whatever, right, like going up against him, yeah. that, that's troubling to me. Uh, that's very troubling to me. And then, right, Khalil, uh, Khalil uh, Shakir, I think, is their rookie wide receiver who's playing in the slot a little bit, kind of bouncing around. Um, you know, he could be a good player someday. He's certainly, you know, uh, pretty green right now. But, um, but I mean, yeah, they have a good group and then, you know, with their tight ends, uh, and, you know, some quality catch passing running backs, you know, their, their, their ability to run a two minute offense is much better than what the Jets is currently. And so, right. Even, even if like, if you're not up two scores on these guys going into the final, you know, final four minutes of the game, like it's still anybody's game so the jets have to figure out ways to kind of slow it down put them away early and then uh you know get up big and that means you know dane not dangerous plays but like uh high percentage like like they're the percentages are they're going to lose so you've got to do a lot of that mangini stuff like you know weird onside kicks um, you know, going yeah. for on fourth down in kind of, you know, non-typical situation, right? High yield, right? Yeah, kind of, yeah, exactly. Asymmetrical upside yeah. calls. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if this coaching staff is is up for it. Um, uh, but, yeah, I think it's going to be a tough game. Uh, I know, But I know the crowd will be, you know, certainly loud and, uh, and you know, in it for the first half. And then we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens by, we'll by, by halftime. But yeah, I would imagine that the Bills Mafia is definitely going to road trip uh, pretty hard to, to MetLife. I, I have a feeling yeah. there's going to be and a lot of there's going to be be some some seats open after the way they showed up on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Any other thoughts of things that you saw from this game? Um, no, I, mean, you know, I, I I wanted to say something about the special teams, but I feel bad. I never, I never ever 
say anything about the special teams. And, like, they've been yeah. the best pretty much in the NFL leading up to this game. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's just terrible. I Justin Hardy, like, yeah. I don't, I don't – I, I, I know I never speak enough about that dude. That dude's awesome. Like, I uh, – I forget how awesome he is, and uh, and Braden Mann coming into this game had he was freaking punting his ass off. He's doing great, and then all of a sudden, I, I don't know. Um, I really, I really don't want to put the the loss squarely on Zach. Like it, our, our special teams did not show up. Um, play calling, I thought was questionable, and obviously Zach didn't show. Up, but I, I can't. I can't put it squarely on that. Like I know a lot of people are, and I can't put it squarely on momentum of the, the John Franklin Myers. Uh, yes. Penalty. Yeah. But, Thank you. You know, that, that is one thing that you know, that's, that's his second one of the season that really, really negated a big play um, or put us in a bad spot. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's gotta, he's gotta work on that. That's, that's a little bit of coaching. And um, I talk about that fairly often, I think, uh, because we yeah. we tend to be pretty penalty prone, and that's all discipline, and that's all coaching. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I that that was the thing, right? For for me, it feels like you know everything that could go wrong seemed to go wrong in this game. I mean, you know, Zach Wilson still, despite it all, had two touchdown passes. Um, but but right, like in terms of the the JFM and that first penalty, one was beautiful. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, the route by Conklin was beautiful. The yeah. throw was great. Um, but yeah, then, the, the J the JFM penalty just I don't know. I feel like once that happened, it was just like all the air came out of the came out of the stadium, and you know, seemed like the, the tides were turning um, at that point. And then yeah, as you say, like special teams, like you know, I right, I hate to hate to pick on them in a game where they they just had a tough game, but you know, yeah, they've been so good, and it just become an expectation that you know, hey, you know, they're going to deliver and. All at once, you know, we had we had you know a, a bad punt, we had uh, you know a, a kick go awry, and you know some bad coverages, and so it's like it all just showed up in this one this one game, and you know that that that's the kind of stuff that like when when those things happen and you're playing Patriots, you're just not going to win. You can't There's turn no the ball yeah. over that much. You can't play bad on special teams. Um, and expect to win. It doesn't matter what your offense does. Like, you know, they're, they're just, they're going to find ways to beat you, even with a hobbling Mac Jones. So anyway, yeah. we'll see them again in a couple of weeks. Hopefully the Jets will be healthier. Hopes, hopefully uh, James Robinson, um, you know, I, I, I'm fine with the fact that he didn't get to see much time this game, but I expect he'll be more in the rotation by then. And right, maybe the Jets can dictate the pace of play a little bit to them. Obviously it's going to be harder in a away stadium, but um yeah lots of questions lots of questions we'll keep talking about them over the weeks ahead so everybody um thanks for listening make sure to rate and review the podcast and uh we will see you next week after the bills invasion adios lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.